Hello, friends, and welcome to the Moonlit Mind podcast. I am your host, Anna, and I just wanted to take a moment to welcome you to this space, to this conversation where we will be speaking about the current astrological energies. Uh, We are about midway through June and nearly toward the end of Gemini season. Um, We will be having a new moon in Gemini on June 18th or 17th, depending on your location. And yeah, we have definitely been moving through a lot of high moving energy, uh, but there was also a lot of dense moving energy as well. We had a lot of density, I would say, the past two weeks. Um, I think many of us felt a lot of lethargy in the air, a lot of fatigue. Um, I myself found that it was really hard for me to get motivated. Um, I was sleeping a lot more. Um, There was just a kind of a palpable heaviness. And I think that really goes back to... um, a lot of these squares that we've been having, um, some you know tougher aspects with the astrological energy. Um, so we've just yeah kind of entered um, Gemini season with a lot of that more like heaviness feeling, which is kind of a contradiction to you know typical Gemini season. Uh, Gemini energy is definitely all about you know levity and curiosity and exploration and, you know, intellectual stimulation, a lot of movement in our mental faculties. Um, But yeah, it was kind of an interesting juxtaposition. The first, I would say, you know, week um, of June, uh, give or take. So yeah, we'll be having, um, you know, this Gemini new moon energy coming in on the 18th, which I feel is definitely going to bring us um, an activation of the mind, you know, where in this energy with Mercury having moved into Gemini as well, um, you know, Gemini is ruled by Mercury, Uh, Mercury rules the mind, so it's kind of this coupling and doubling up effect with Mercury being in Gemini, Gemini new moon, um, our minds are definitely going to be activated. And, you know, for some of us, that can be higher anxiety, um, analysis paralysis, um, just as if, like, we can't focus. We can have a hard time focusing um, on one thing, you know, and our minds are just kind of going in many different places. Um, that can be the challenging aspects of this, you know, heavy Gemini energy. But, you know, on the flip side, of course, Gemini gives us a lot of space and capacity to explore, you know, our options, explore the duality, explore, Uh, the polarity of our, you know, uh, experience of life and to 
really start to imagine, you know, what um, various options would look like. You know, we, we have so many different ideas at any given time, and Gemini energy knows all about that. Um, as far as like execution of one idea, Gemini can struggle with, but you know, Gemini season, Gemini new moon energy is definitely about like expanding our options, expanding our minds into possibility of, you know, what could be and, you know, where we want to go next and explore and learn about, you know, Gemini energy is uh, really adept at learning, you know, new knowledge, um, you know, taking a new course of study, um, yeah, just channeling that mind energy into assimilating new information, um, can definitely be a strength of Gemini, uh, so as long as we are directing our mind into, you know, that, focal point, uh, Gemini can, can definitely be, um, well suited here. So yeah, Gemini new moon energy will definitely be a busy activating time for our minds. Um, you know, kind of getting us moving and, um, in that direction of, you know, where we're headed next. And, you know, we've been having this Saturn in Pisces energy. Uh, Saturn will be moving retrograde on June 17th in Pisces, and it'll be there until, you know, November 4th. So that's, you know, a few month period where um, we're definitely going to be having a lot of review and reassessing um, over, you know, those Saturn and Pisces themes. You know, when Saturn moved into Pisces a few months ago, I think we felt a shift in terms of like a reawakening of a lot of our, you know, forgotten about dreams. Pisces rules our dreams and, you know, what we want to bring to life and create. And, um, you know, it's it's really near and dear to our I think our spiritual path, our spiritual growth, our our self evolution, um, Pisces is definitely associated with that, you know, higher spiritual energy. Um, so Saturn retrograde, I feel like, is gonna be a time to, kind of slow things down and, you know, reexamine. Um, kind of what we're choosing to take deeper responsibility for in, in our lives and in our, you know, next creation. Uh, Saturn rules, you know, karma, responsibility, uh, accountability. It's that, you know, really uh, strict <laughs> inner father energy uh, that really wants to um, help us, you know, evolve and Sometimes that comes in that in the form of an energy that feels a little more restricted, um, a little more limited, maybe some some harsh energies that we feel. Um, but it's definitely, you know, here to make sure that, you know, we've done the work to, um, you know, move into these next 
phases and next chapters of our lives and um, what we're bringing to life next. So we'll be having that Saturn retrograde energy. Um, it can feel a little heavier. Um, like I said, just that heaviness of Saturn energy can be more felt with Saturn in retrograde. Um, so that's kind of up and coming as well. And then we have had um, Pluto, which newly was, you know, in that Aquarius energy um, after, you know, 20 years of being in Capricorn. Uh, so it entered Aquarius briefly, um, but now Pluto has gone back into Capricorn because Pluto is also retrograde. And it'll stay there until January 22nd. So we have kind of this, you know, going backward energy, you know, with this Pluto re-entering Capricorn. Um, we're going back to, you know, a lot of these same themes that we've been working through for the past, you know, 20 or so years. So you know, don't be surprised if kind of old wounds, old um, patterns, old, you know, relational patterns, old healing themes start to pop back up over these next six months because it's definitely, you know, coming back around to make sure that like, are, you know, are we really done with these energies that um, are no longer serving us in terms of, you know, Capricorn is, you know, our relationship to authority and, you know, the solid structures in our lives, um, you know, our relationship to power, to success, uh, with that Pluto energy in Capricorn. It's, you know, really reviewing, like, where we've had to do some really deep, um, slow, and very probably uncomfortable work around um, some really dense, probably karmic energies as well. So, you know, that Pluto energy is wanting us to transform, to, you know, reclaim our power, to step deeper into our power, and Capricorn is, you know, it's that Saturn energy, Saturn rules Capricorn. So, you know, it's definitely not been like a very um, easy or light feeling time having to work through these energies um, with that Pluto and Capricorn. So, you know, just know that for the next six months, we're kind of getting another opportunity to dive even deeper into what it is we're clearing out. You know, what karmic loops, karmic patterns have we still been participating in, even though we know they're not coming with us, like into this next version of self of which we're actively like co-creating. So yeah, it's kind of this like push and pull energy um, with this kind of going backward and making sure we're really done with um, 
you know, th this previous version of self and that we've learned the lessons we needed to learn. And, you know, when Pluto goes into Aquarius in January, you know, we're, we're not going back to Pluto and Capricorn for, you know, the duration of our, you know, most, well, some of our lives, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's definitely um, just going to be a time to close out um, in a really pretty final way, a lot of things. And, you know, this will differ depending on where Capricorn is in your chart, um, what house it rules. Um, so if it falls in, let's say, the seventh house, you know, we're really working through those deep relational patterns and around, you know, themes in terms of our partnerships and clearing out, you know, old karmic um, relating patterns and deep healing in terms of our relational patterns. So yeah, that's definitely a big energy as well. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is we are going to be having uh, Venus also moving into retrograde, um, but that's not until July 22nd, and it'll be there until September 3rd. But Venus is now in Leo, and that's where it'll be um, stationing retrograde as well in the sign of Leo. So just, you know, just to be aware of what's to come, um, Venus and Leo, as far as, you know, the energies go, Venus, you know, rules our romance, relationships, love, our values, um, money, self-worth, self-value. Uh, so when Venus goes retrograde, all of those areas are definitely under review. Um, and then Leo energy is all about our creativity, our, you know, inner child energy, that inspiration, um, you know, wanting to be seen and acknowledged for our gifts. So that Leo energy is definitely going to be highlighted with the Venus in Leo transit. Um, so definitely, you know, a playful, inspired energy uh, to really get our creativity going again, um, to really bring to life, I think, a lot of our, you know, relational patterns, to connect deeper with our sense of self-worth, self-value, um, and then again, you know, Venus retrograde is a time to kind of uh, assess and review like our, you know, money patterns, for instance, and how we're spending our money and, you know, where, where do we need to make some, some shifts and some changes around our financial energy and what we're choosing to invest in and, um, put our energy into. So, yeah, it's definitely, um, Venus retrograde, I feel like, you know, can be a tough time in terms of, um, you know, bringing up some, like, self-worth issues and self-value, and, um, are we, you know, valuing ourselves? Are we valuing our energy and really, 
owning and stepping into our, um, you know, sense of power and sense of self-worth. So, yeah, it'll definitely show us where there's still, you know, some work to be done and shadows to be integrated. Um, And also, you know, shadow side of Leo can be, you know, overly selfish, um, narcissistic, um, you know, me, 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 and, you know, very uh, self-focused. So there can definitely be some shadows around that popping up um, with this Venus in retrograde transit in Leo. Um, So yeah, just a good time to reflect on all those energies that I previously mentioned. And um, yeah, those were kind of the main things I wanted to speak about. But you know, we'll still be moving through this Gemini energy with the sun in Gemini. Um, And we'll be switching into um, cancer season, which is always an interesting shift uh, from that very, you know, playful and curious and intellectual and um, mind-oriented energy of Gemini to Cancer, which is our, you know, our families, it's the past, it's our emotions, it's our sensitivities, our vulnerabilities. Um, It's definitely going to be, and always I feel like is a palpable shift from Gemini into Cancer energy. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's really the main things I wanted to speak about um, up and coming. I think, you know, again, just focusing, I think, mostly on these retrogrades that are up and coming, um, Gemini new moon energy, um, you know, a good time to study, to learn, to put our minds to use, and also to watch tendencies where you know, we're exhausted and depleted and our minds really need to take a break. And, um, you know, how we do that, I think, is obviously individual. Um, How we kind of shift from that really heavy mind energy and come back to the here and now and connect with, you know, the earth, connect with friend, you know, connect with a pet and, you know, really ground that energy, I think, out of the mental space. Um, I definitely can relate to a lot of Gemini energy. I am a Gemini moon. Um, Yeah, Gemini season is all about moving through my 12th house, which is um, the you know, the end of the zodiac, it's kind of the hidden subconscious mind, uh, kind of going into the underworld and, you know, the inner workings of the psyche and the dreams. And, um, you know, that can be a lot of deep, exhausting work. And sometimes I don't even think I realize how heavy and deep Gemini season is for me in particular um, until I'm, you know, going through it or and maybe until the end of it. But I've definitely been feeling the overactivation of my Gemini energy and 
almost into that like manic feeling energy um, where I'm just doing all the things and my mind is going, you know, a thousand miles a minute and it's just madness, you know, and I can't seem to even begin to bring bring the, you know, the tornado <laughs> back to earth and calm the storm that's like already, you know, perpetuated itself in my mind. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely using my mind in the best ways that I know how and, you know, putting it to learning and studying, you know, and accumulating some knowledge that will be of benefit for my future dreams and past. And I will most likely be sharing about that at some point. But um, yeah, it's definitely been a time of a lot of mental energy for me in particular. So if you are out there and you have any Gemini placements uh, personally in your chart in terms of your, you know, kind of main energies, your, you know, main three signs, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's a lot. It's a lot to um, know and understand the Gemini energy and to make it work for you rather than work against you, I think is the trick. And I think that's something I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with that in mind, um, yeah, you know, find find the moments of joy and connection and play. And, you know, Gemini is, you know, the jokester, it's the trickster, and it can bring some lightness to what you know, what has previously been seen as heavy or, you know, arduous and um, challenging. So definitely comes down to perspective and how we're choosing to work with these energies always. So we can feel more empowered and less, you know, victimized and um, pushed around by, you know, the astrological um, theater <laughs> that's at play so all right well I think that's all um yeah it feel, feels like I've not recorded one of these in a while I know we just had that full moon at the beginning of June in Sagittarius but honestly for some reason I don't know time feels really warped and it feels like that full moon was like lifetimes ago. I don't even know like what I was doing around that time. So maybe you feel similarly. Like I don't know, these past 2 weeks have been a really accelerated um but dense energy that we've been trudging through. So hopefully this new moon will bring us some lightness, some joy, some reactivation of, you know, what we're excited about and, you know, watch any tendencies to um, go into the overwhelm and the, you know, analysis paralysis of Gemini energy, which can definitely happen. So, all right. Well, until next time, may your mind stay inspired by the dreams that you are moving toward 
And may your heart remind you that your dreams are worth every amount of attention and focus you give to them. And may your spirit continue to guide you and illuminate your path and destiny. All right, thanks so much, and I'll talk to you all next time.